Previously on Newsbreak, Lotus FM. Given what's happening with COVID-19 and, and the state of the world right now, what it's done is more than ever surfaced the degree of inequality that exists, not just in the U.S., but globally. So the U.S. is a symptom of a problem that's been there for a long time. But the problem is not just the one person being abused by a policeman. It's what I would call structural racism, systemic racism embedded into the system. I want to bring it now into the local context because what we've seen a lot was the sort of narrative where people suggest it's a U.S. problem, but it's actually a global one. And if we look at South Africa within that context, a lot of people have sort of become part of this conversation. But how introspective should they be? And my point is, how should they look at their own acts of local racism in local communities that continues to exist? So the debate in South Africa, based on our own racist history of apartheid, is as strong in that sense. So it's given a lot of people the vent-up feelings of the systemic racism that people are experiencing even now in South Africa, 25 years later. And so it's a chance for us to say, so we're seeing it there, but how does it manifest here and what do we need to do right now at this moment in South Africa to address this issue? Because what COVID-19 has shown quite clearly to us in South Africa is exactly the degree of inequality that we face in this country, in our schools, in the way the lockdown has affected ordinary people in so many different ways. And, and so uh, when something surfaces, a window is open for us as a nation to get behind, not just black people. And not so much black people, I'm talking about white people, to sit down and say, this is not a black problem. We are the ones who have to do our work as white people to keep this issue on the table because we are the ones who control the money and the power and the positions that have always done so. And what does it mean for us now? to stand up at this moment in history and be counted and say, no more, it's time. There are incidents of uh, violence against black people in South Africa where African citizens are treated with such oppression in many African countries. Why then does this narrative not gain traction? Why only now? Because the U.S. wants it to. When we see what's happening in the U.S. to a lot of black people in South Africa, it resonates with them. It resonates very strongly. It's almost like it resonates, but you don't quite know why. And the reason we don't know why is it's because it's systemic. It's been people have had to feel and live their blackness for a long time. And so the notion of always feeling less than, my life is less than, my existence is less than, my contribution is less than. And that's been so deeply embedded so that we have to shift that, that narrative. And the fact that the global thing is picking up like this means that it does not just become a black narrative anymore. It becomes a human narrative. You know, the criticism has been, well, it's not just black lives that matter, it's all lives that matter. Help us understand the inaccuracy in a statement like that. Absolutely, Tiresh. Uh, and I think there's a big difference between all lives matter and black lives matter. It's addressing that imbalance that is so obvious to many of us who have been in that situation. For example, in South Africa, you would hear, uh, right now there's reverse racism. And we're all equal now. We're all South African citizens now. So forget about apartheid. It's gone 25 years later. Like somehow by a wave of magic wand, all that stuff disappeared. Because the reality is black people have been subjugated and colonized for the last 400 years, systemically, throughout the world. And so, so how do you now say that we are equal? News break. Lotus FM. Powered by SABC News.